0: what's up everybody welcome to kind of funny games daily for tuesday october 3rd 2023 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside forbes 30 under 30 aka the sonic the hedgehog super fan aka the fighting game expert blessing Eddie Oye. Junior. Good morning, Greg. I like this shirt. Thank you. What is this patch? This is Mill Valley Pasta. Uh, pasta man, of course, is going to come through at some point and feed Andy mac and cheese. We're still working on that detail. Has Andy never had mac and cheese? He's never had mac and cheese. It's very fucked up. It is very fucked up. You know yeah, what I mean? Terrible. But then anytime you try to call him on it he's like, he tries to call cultural differences and you got to stop. What, they didn't have mac and cheese in Texas? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was like, the South is big on mac and cheese. You know, hey man, I'm not saying, you know, I'm out of this one. I'm Nigerian and I'm out of I'm Nigerian, I'm mac not, and cheese. I'm not saying anything. I, I don't see color or it's just, I, don't you
1: know, see I, don't I don't know. I don't know what's happening. It's the colorful world we live in. I don't You're know supposed what's happening. I, do
2: I see it or not see it? What do I do?
1: Speaking of cultural differences, actually, yeah. this morning, I listened through a Taylor Swift album for the first time ever. Yeah, a full album. The, Where did you start? The Midnight's album. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do yeah. you think? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I was surprised. Cause like I'm I'm somebody who's I I've liked the Taylor Swift singles back in the day when she dropped Love Story and You Belong sure. with me. Like yeah, of yeah, I, yeah. I jammed out to those. Yeah, I liked course. um bad Bad Blood. I like that okay. Bad Blood yeah, yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. But like from there it kind of tempers out in terms of my Taylor Swift interest. Sure. And wow. it, yeah. This morning I was listening to a podcast, like a music podcast, and yeah. were talking about like Oh yeah, like I'm not usually a Taylor Swift person, but I really like this Midnight's album. And I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. And you know what? I liked it. Okay, liked good. It a that's, that's a big that's a big success over here. I'm proud of you. That's Thank great. You. I appreciate yeah. it. Where would you say I should go from here if I liked the, the that album, the Midnight's album? Wow,
0: what a great question. I would think honestly you should go to reputation then. Because I feel like I, I don't the folky stuff isn't gonna go with you, right? Like probably not. Yeah, no. so I, you gotta stay away from folklore and evermore. And so that, at that point I would I mean yeah, I would say go to Reputation and see what you like because that—that's one I don't like. Reputation is like my least favorite, mm-hmm. but I know it's got an audience for it, and it was very more like experimental, probably more like newy, whatever. It's a like new more way. poppy? No, 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 no. It was I—I oh, I, well maybe it was. Eh. Why did why didn't you like it? I think it was it wasn't poppy enough for me. It was oh. it, it was more like, and I don't know, and I don't know what we define as pop anymore. It wasn't like. Mm-hmm. Love Story Pop, right? Like, Lover comes after that, and I think that's a great album that I like a lot. 89's my favorite album, but again, like... Yeah. Uh, 89's got tracks on it that I think are
1: reminiscent of Midnight in a way. You know what I mean? Okay. Because I, I think I, I like... The fact that Midnight almost feels like it has a darker tone to it. Yeah, you know it's a bit more subdued. Yeah, and like it's a, it's okay. very
0: much like o- emotional. I should have started here then of why you like Midnight. That would yeah. Been, this would have been.
1: Don't do Reputation then. No. Don't, I don't do Reputation again. I, don't, okay. I, don't think, I would try eighty nine. Do nineteen eighty nine for this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll write that down. Okay. Thank Wait, you. What's the is there a single off eighty nine that I would know? Oh yeah. Uh.
0: Well, I mean, look at it right now. You got Spotify open, but eighty nine. Yeah. Uh, shake it off.
1: Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, I like yeah, that yeah, song. Yeah, That's yeah, a good yeah, song. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Taylor yeah. Swift 89. No, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna add that to my liked albums. Thank you. Oh, the first thing that pops up is a Kanye West album. 808s and no! Heartbreak. No, <laughs> oh,
0: we don't connect God. them. We don't connect them anymore. Uh, all God. right. Why
1: would they do? What Spotify a, do? That, that was
0: it. I told you all the fucking day it happened. Oh, I misspelled. As Swift. As soon as it fucking happened, I said this Kanye West guy's bad news, and everybody told me I had it wrong. Everybody said I had it there wrong. There we go.
1: 1989. Listen, I came around to that. Yeah, but I was telling you a long time ago. Once he started going down the Natsu route, I was like, okay, maybe he's not the best you know guy. What? I you do. know what? Maybe he's I not too best. I do have to back off this. Oh, I do man. have to back off this a bit. All right, yeah, shake it. Oh, blank. I know Blank Space. Yeah, yeah, Blank Space is pretty good. All right, I'm going to add this. I'm going to add this to my, to my albums. Yeah, give it a shot.
0: And if you're like, and if this one gets going, you're like, oh, this isn't, it's too thin or something like that, yeah, yeah. then I would say try Reputation. Reputation, yeah, Okay. Jump in there because then just see if that can balance between it or whatever. Fair enough. I appreciate now, though, it. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about the fact there's job cuts at Naughty Dog, Boomerang X's developer is shutting down, and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show by writing in for free at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD with your questions, comments, concerns about the day's news, and of course, give us your squad up requests. Then tune in live to watch us record the show on twitch.tv slash Games and youtube.com slash Games. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kind of com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday uh, if you want to go that extra mile and get the best version of kind of funny period head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny over there of course you can get each and every episode of kind of funny games daily ad free of course you can get all the podcasts ad free you can watch us record the other podcasts live as we record them with notable exceptions like of course the fact that, you know we're doing an embargoed games cast today where we're reviewing assassin's creed mirage and oh. you can get that tomorrow um, and of course, you could also get more than 300 bonus episodes. I believe Barrett's switching us into Halloween Live.
1: Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm like, okay. I'm playing
3: around with like hue like uh, shifts and stuff. I, I don't love it. But I thought this I, was
1: another gaslighting thing where somebody was going to tell me that these were always the KHD colors. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like,
0: when did we start doing purple? You know, Barrett was like, all right, we're going live in three. Two By the way I didn't have the Halloween intro I'll have it yeah. tomorrow One
3: <laughs> Click the button so I, I have, just I, programmed the Halloween intro So we'll have it tomorrow There's no No one's throwing shade your way I'm just I appreciate I, I that we're see. going with the I am starting
0: to change I was like I know what he's doing Yeah what he's doing. And so, I'm, exactly. I'm
3: throwing shade my way Because you asked me yesterday to do it And then I forgot So Sure yeah. We should get Skelly on set for this too Skelly uh,
0: Uh, Yeah, Patreon, they'll do all that stuff. It's great. It keeps the lights and mics on, keeps us all employed, keeps us independent. We couldn't thank you enough for it. Uh, Of course, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. There's a new Kind of Funny podcast up right now featuring the artist formerly known as Comic Book Girl 19. That's right. Danica herself comes on by to talk about the fact that Akira is still fucking awesome all these years later and how she is making a documentary about it. You go to YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny to catch that episode right now or get the Kind of Funny podcast on podcast services around the globe. Uh, right now, of course, you can still get your Shoe for President shirt. PlayStation needs a CEO and president. That is amazing. That mm. knows the Vita is awesome mm. and can lead us to our greatest days with the PlayStation portal. Uh, that is Shuhei Yoshida. You can go get your Shoe for President shirt right now at kindoffunny.com slash store. Remember, this is a limited time drop. We've looked into it, and they legally can't sue us if we get it down within a week. Is that, so is that the It is going away on
1: Friday. Is that okay?
0: You know how slow lawyers are? So right now, somebody at PlayStation is like they're doing this. It's yeah.
1: bad. They they're using the PlayStation they take you to Court font for president. Then you go to the website. It's like there's Call nothing it. there. And yeah, th- yeah. the judge is like, ah, oh,
0: there's nothing we can do. You see this fucking shit about Trump? No, <laughs> they didn't. He didn't check a box for a jury trial, and he got all mad that he didn't have a jury, and tried to blame the court system. They're like you didn't check the box, you idiot. Yeah. It's your court system. <laughs> 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 what
1: you, the president? <laughs> get it together. Go on. Uh,
0: over on Patreon, there's a brand new episode of the kind of funny Next Gen podcast up. The description's been removed, but it's what? What did you put yesterday to crack my shit up? It was like. Barrett figures out his life, for Barrett has oh, a. Oh, yeah, Barrett is entering a new era of life. <laughs> <I think. laughs>
3: yeah. And that's a threat.
0: Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers who, of course, get to enjoy this show ad free on patreon.com slash kind of funny. Uh, Jedi, Master Deadpool, and Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Rocket Money, Shady Rays, and DoorDash, but we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be. The Roper Report. (laughs)
2: Time
0: for some
3: news. Five items on The Roper Report. A baker's dozen.
0: (sighs) Not news, but in the live chat, Guitar Hero Arrow says, who's the lead reviewer on Assassin's Creed Mirage? Barrett? Uh, It's me. That's right, Barrett Courtney. The man who reviewed all the Assassin's Creed A rare Barrett Courtney lead review. Well, when you, you know... Barrett is a man with very specific talents. Mm-hmm. All right, so if there's a goddamn Psychonauts
1: game or an Assassin's Creed yeah. game, he's dropping. Maybe it even a Persona.
0: And a, definitely a Persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, are me and Barrett gonna have to fight over Persona three, or who gets to review that? No,
3: I honestly, I told you this the other day. When Persona comes around, I would love for you to review it because you'll you'll be the fresh eyes on that story in mm. that game. You know.
1: See, so yeah, I was hoping that you that you would fight me, and that I would lose the fight easily, because also Final Fantasy is coming out around that time. Yeah, maybe I don't know if I would... can chuckle all those. You know, <laughs> a seventy-hour game and a forty-hour game, and then of course, Suicide Squad is going to come out. Oh my God, don't forget Suicide Squad. <laughs> and I got to put at oh, least fifty hours. Suicide I reviewed hour Persona Three for IGN, so I should probably come back. <laughs> I love Kevin
0: okay.
3: creeping into the shot. a <laughs> <Okay, laughs> so wild, Kevin appears. They say hi. He can't hear you guys, so. Oh, he's so he, grumpy. Back at he loves me. to be fake grumpy. You know what <laughs> I mean?
0: Fake oh, grumpy fake.
1: boy. Oh, look, he's wearing the Jabroni
0: shirt though, too. I don't know if I've seen anyone wear it in real life. It's gone now. This
1: really does give the vibes of like when you're watching the, like an NBC sitcom or whatever, and then like another show invades the episode, and they're just After like this, hanging out in the G lower GF third. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: They're doing like the football thing during Monday night football. I digress. Let's get to sad news. Number one on the RUP report. The Last of of Us Studio Naughty Dog is cutting developers. This is Ethan Gotch over at Kotaku. The video game industry is currently facing a big wave of layoffs, and even contract developers at PlayStation first-party studio Naughty Dog aren't immune. Kotaku has learned that that the maker of hits like Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and The Last of Us Part 2 have begun cutting contract short for dozens of workers. Contract short for dozens of workers layoffs were communicated internally at the santa monica california based studio last week according to two sources familiar with the situation departments ranging from art to production were impacted but the majority of those laid off worked in quality assurance testing the sources said at least 25 developers were part of the downsizing full-time staff do not appear to have been part of the cuts naughty dogs headcount was over 400 as of july Sources tell Kotaku that no severance is being offered for those currently laid off and, the impacted developers, and that the impacted developers, as well as remaining employees, are being pressured to keep the news quiet. Their contracts won't be officially terminated until the end of October, and they'll be expected to work through the rest of the month. Sony did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Bloomberg reported in June that Sony had diverted resources away from the Last of Us multiplayer project following a negative internal review by Bungie. One source now tells Kotaku that the multiplayer game, while not completely canceled, is basically on ice at this point. Just like Greg said it would
1: be when the it's news broke. It's wild that you called that so long ago. I've, been around, long see this multiplayer game. I've
0: been around a long time. I've been around a long time, Bless. Mm-hmm. And so when you put all your efforts into something as a video game developer... And it, we get to a point where like, this isn't working. We're going to downsize the team. That's the kiss of death. Yeah. How many is, and, and it's not impossible. Not in, and not not, but it's very rare that you downsize and that smaller group figures it out. to so then resize
1: back. Up. I'm pretty sure you called it like even way before that, right. Of like, do we ever see this last of sure. this multiplayer game? Like I want to say years ago, Wow. which I thought you were crazy for. Please. And somehow, like, you know, years down the line, it seems like, yeah, we might never see this multiplayer game, which breaks my heart. Like, obviously, for, in terms of, like, the order of operations in this story and the order of which things break my heart, right? Breaks my heart to see people lose their jobs, first and mm-hmm. foremost. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, it doesn't matter if you're... A contractor, doesn't matter if you're QA, it doesn't matter, like, who you are, right? Yeah. If you're working for a company and you have this expectation of, hey, I am working full-time, giving my full-time efforts here, yeah. and my time here is being cut short, especially without severance, that fucking sucks. And yeah. that's that, that's a terrible thing. I don't think anybody should have to go through that. That's first and foremost. But then, yeah, like, you know, I'm somebody who really liked the Last of multiplayer mode in that first game. The fact that, yeah, like, We were told we were gonna get this thing. We had the tease of this thing a year ago at Summer Game Fest, and it seems like we might never see this thing. That also breaks my heart. Um, It also just breaks my heart that this is Naughty Dog, right? This is a studio that we look to as, you are a top tier, not just PlayStation studio, a top tier studio that we look at in terms of action games, action adventures, storytelling, how you present your games, how how good they look, motion capture, all this stuff. You know, Naughty Dog is a studio that so many people put on a pedestal and so to see, and, like, this isn't one of the first stories we've had about Naughty Dog and, like, work culture and all that stuff, right? Of but usually course. it's a crunch thing. Usually it's a, it's a, oh, man, yeah, it seems like a lot of people were overworked there. Now that we're here and we're seeing it be a, oh, we're laying 25 people off without severance. And also it seems like, yeah, we're not going to have our, most, our one of our projects actually come out. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's no other way around it, right? Um, yesterday with Sage, I talked a lot about uh, layoffs. Uh, and in the video game industry, how we're in this season, as Ethan puts at the top, right? Where it's happening everywhere again. I talked about like the old days of what it was at IGN when we'd be covering this and it would be this build up to a release that your studio gets big, 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 release the game and then you cut the contract workers, you cut these positions. And that was the cycle of, you know, cycling through people. And it was a shitty cycle, but it was kind of, okay, this is what it is and how it's going to be. And we moved away from that. And now we, we have recently, of course, been seeing major cuts across the board at, you know, Epic, you you go to line, everything that's happening in Bracer Mm -hmm. now, stuff like this. And it is sometimes full time, sometimes the entire studios, sometimes just the CEO, sometimes contract workers here. And I think that's the roughest part about this one is that, these contract workers, right, are there, like you're saying, giving their full time efforts with the uh, expectation their contract will go all the way through. Yeah. You know, it, it, it has begun cutting contracts short for dozens of workers. What does that actually mean? Where they, you know, I, my contract was supposed to be through December, even if it was supposed to be through November, it doesn't matter. You're getting cut in a way that you weren't expecting to. Mm. Your contract could end and you'd be that, you know, I'm looking for the next job. Hopefully I get signed on full time, et cetera, so on. Mm. To throw a wrench in those works, sucks it, to have it be that they're going to be cut at the end of october right at least you have a month to do it but even a month to do it you're trying to ramp up in a time when the industry is ramping down mm-hmm. right we're coming into the holidays you are slowing down i would love to, and i know it's impossible because i'm sure so many people have different contracts but i'd love to know what the median was of like when were these contracts supposed to end were they supposed to end in november december or was it supposed to be that oh no you're going to be on through <coughs> sorry
1: Next spring, I caught yeah. into the mic. Did you know that <laughs> I didn't like? There was no move away from it; just caught right into it for everybody listening. Home. Uh, or was or like, was it supposed to carry through to the end of the project? Exactly.
0: And the you know, we, we were originally planning to launch this multiplayer thing in spring, so that's what it is. And da da da. And like, this is an interesting one where you know, la- I had a rant yesterday about again when we were talking about Epic because I'd kind of missed the boat on that uh, since we weren't here. And then the ones that the laughs were yesterday. Oh no, it was Epic because we're talking about the guy leaving, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that you know, like layoffs and downsizing and et cetera always suck or whatever but it especially sucks when you see somebody gamble oh like for yesterday with the conversation of epic right of like the good times are rolling for Fortnite. it'll never do let's buy bank let's do this let's do that and like you do this thing where you bloat to a point oh shit actually we can't do it mm-hmm. this one's an interesting one of like you assume these qa people were brought on to be ready to test factions to get factions out or whatever they want to call the multiplayer mode right and then for it not to be there and then have nothing to do it's one of those things of like this isn't, I don't think, necessarily a gamble that didn't pay off. Yeah. Clearly, like you're bringing it up. SGF, there like last year, hey, here it is. Here's concept art. Like They were in the throes of making this project. But what do you do when a project doesn't happen, when it doesn't come together, when it isn't to a point where people can actually test and do stuff with it? And again, maybe not even test it in the sense of, let's get it ready to ship. Mm. These could just be the QA testers that are like, here's a new build. What's not oh, fun about sure. it? What's not going? Yeah, da, da, yeah. Da. And so again, back to the point here of like, you are never going to see this Last of Us multiplayer game. I mean, the I fact believe. that in
1: the story they talk about it being put on ice. right? Yeah. If that's the case, then yeah, what are these people to do? Exactly. And I think you know the we get into the conversation of the amount of answers there could be. Oh yeah, we can reallocate these people to these other teams. Okay, let's look for other positions, maybe within PlayStation, other yeah. studios, then we could use this this QA stuff. But if it's if it's contractor roles and not actually like these full time uh, full PlayStation employee roles. How does that stuff translate? Are you able to reallocate people? Are these, and I don't know what, I also don't know what the contract situation situation is at PlayStation. Is it a thing of, are you going to a third party company to contract these people? And if that's the case, are you even able to give these people different roles because they might be hired under some sort of different thing? Like for me in in, uh, one of my previous jobs, like, you know, I had a, I worked under a temp agency and for that, right? Like I remember it being a whole thing where I wanted to work for the company that was hiring me from the temp agency they couldn't hire me until they bought me out from the temp agency. Right. Yeah. for that, they had to pay a certain amount of money. And for that, like I was basically temping for a year and a half before I got brought on full time. And that sucked that it worked that way. But like, that was just the way things worked. Right. And like, I don't know how that stuff applies to what's going on here. Right. If they're in a scenario like that, but yeah, like I think it just sucks for the people involved where it is. Like we talk about, Hey, like I'm seeing this through to, till the end of the project, or I'm seeing this through till the end of the year or whatever it is, all of a sudden in October, Boom, I'm out. And now, like, I have what the rest of the year to like figure out what I'm doing, right? Like, there's a holiday that's about to approach that I got to figure out now, right? Like, this is not the best of times to be laid off, especially when we talk about the season that we're in and like how difficult it is to find jobs in the industry right now. For sure. Now, what I think is an interesting topic about this
0: is something we've uh, uh, approached before. We've had it on conversations on PSLW, we've had these conversations on, of course, uh, uh, Games Daily, right? Where you talk about, okay, cool. Naughty Dog can't get this games as a service together for arguably PlayStation's biggest franchise, I would say, right? Last Mm -hmm. of Us at this point with HBO and everything else behind it, blah, blah, blah. Like, what does this mean? And what does this inspire confidence for you in terms of the other games as a service? When PlayStation's Mm -hmm. like, we're doing all these live service, we got 12 coming, here's Fair Games, here's Concord, here's another fucking extraction shooter and all this stuff. And I want to do something I think is interesting because right now we're in the season of layoffs. We're in the season of everything uh, falling away, right? It's going to make me, I'll give you full disclosure. I have not read this book, but Jen and I were having a conversation about a book she's reading, right? She's reading Glossy, Ambition, Beauty, and the Inside Story of Emily Weiss's Glossier, right? That uh, makeup brand or whatever. It's by Marissa uh, Meltzler. There's a paragraph in there that she was talking about that I made her get the book and let me go through, right? Mm -hmm. Because it talks about uh, basically something that works here, right? And then there was a vibe shift. Quote, this realization that the last decade is over. According to the trend forecaster uh, Sean uh, Monahan, he originated the term in June 2021, and the phrase had made mainstream. I'm sorry, and the f- phrase was made mainstream later by an article in New York Magazine by Allison P. Davis. In an interview, Monahan explained it in reference to watching the Andy Warhol diaries on Netflix. "Quote: Warhol talks about how a couple of years into a new decade, things start to look and feel different." The quote is something like, there'll be new people and new faces, and it takes a couple of years into a decade for things to really get going. And that's when you decide who's going to make it into the future and who's going to be relegated to the past. Hmm. This is piggybacking off of, like, the trends that were so hot in fashion and beauty or whatever becoming so mainstream that then they're no longer cool. And then everybody wants to move out. of. And what's the next big thing? As you see, Epic Epic fucking games lay off all these people, the people who make Fortnite because Fortnite's not making the money it once was. As you see, Naughty Dog, the crown jewel of PlayStation Studios say, we have to lay people off, when they're not saying it, but we have to lay people off because you would assume that our multiplayer game isn't happening anymore. It then makes, at least to me, right, look at, Fair games, which did not move the needle for us. Look at every other extraction shooter that's, mm. that in every Conker, game's a service and be like, yo, like this isn't the these all these felt stale when I saw them six months ago. Yeah. Being I'm mean, being three in months this, in ago. The <laughs> right? And now that we're here, like there definitely isn't an appetite for them. And I know that because the biggest fucking game in the space is hemorrhaging people because there isn't an appetite for it
1: anymore. Yeah. I it's a tough thing where I think when we look at PlayStation's multiplayer strategy, right? Like yeah. it, it kind of goes back to the conversations we're having around that time of like, yeah, maybe one or two of these might hit, right? And like if one or two of these hit, is it worth it? Right? Does that make the strategy worth it? As we get further into it, when you look at okay, well, Naughty Dog is going to announce a game and then seemingly possibly cancel the game or just have the game be indefinitely in development and get into development hell. And then you have 25 people being laid off, right? You go through that, you go through some of these games aren't going to make it right some of these games uh, failing are those missteps going to be worth the one or two hits that you may have right and hoping can that it you even, can
0: hits. it even be a hit yeah that's my thing is can it even be a hit and because again i want to make sure we're being crystal clear like layoffs suck however I am glad that Naughty Dog, with the help of Bungie or whatever, looked at this and like, "Yo, this game isn't good. Let's not force it out. Let's not do this thing. Yeah. Let's find the fun. We can't find the fun. No one should feel the I got to I got to release something. I got to release something because that's how we get. Uh, what, uh, what was the fucking Gotham Knights? Gotham Knights. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we got to put it out. That's how you know we almost got Suicide Squad. We'll see what that is. Uh, I digress on all that stuff. I'm sorry, Barrett, to break your heart. Uh, it is that idea that like I wish Haven. I wish."
1: Uh, fire, Firewalk walk, fire, walk. Because Aloy drinks sprite, drinks sprite. Yeah, so. Or does she walk up a mountain? Cause no, no. Mountain. You nope. always do that. It's not. Is that Firewalk not? She doesn't walk up a
0: I wish all of them success. I hope their games are ten out of ten. I hope that they come out. And we're all like, fuck. I have to play this. Mm-hmm. But it's more that thing of just like none of none of these on the paper.
1: Nothing about this excites me. Yeah. The PlayStation. What about Helldivers two though? Huh? Helldivers two. Right. Like I feel like that is it's the thing of like you know. We all have the, the different tastes, obviously, yeah. right? And I feel like I look at that one and I go, okay, I can see the sort of audience for it. Now, does that mean, does that mean it's going to be a hit? Like, Helldivers 1 wasn't like take over the world by storm, right? It and was again, like that's a, where I'm like, I think like Arrowhead
0: it. Studios is a smaller studio than yeah. what, well, I shouldn't say that, actually. I think there are less expectations on Helldivers 2 than there will be on Fair Games. Okay. fair games i look at and it's jade raymond it's this new thing yeah. from haven we committed it's early a PlayStation you like owned it. studio this is exactly this is a playstation first party game hell divers is a sequel an ipa playstation owns but mm-hmm. it's not they don't own arrowhead so it's just like we're teaming up with this other this indie or whatever, this independent studio to make this game that people really liked and make it and like you look at it and it is that thing of you know hell divers does have the th- advantage of you don't have to play a multiplayer mm-hmm. at least hell divers one you didn't have to and even they're arguable because there's hard stuff and you'd need help and da, da, da but it's like that is a very specific i think i'm gonna jump in and do this for a little bit or you know grind it out with my friends for a night yada 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 whereas fair games i feel like is going to be pushed as this is you got ghost and you got last of us and you got fair games like this is one of our
1: vertical slices that's on the you know the cool blue yeah. background you know yeah i think the thing that's Tough, and the thing I look at with Naughty Dog is the fact that Naughty Dog, when you talk about coming off of the last decade, right, and what was cool, maybe not, might not be cool, or may not work for the for the next decade or whatever, right? Like Naughty Dog, is looked at by us in the audience as this, oh, you make some of the best single player action adventure games in the space right now, right? And like for a studio that is built on that foundation, it's really tough for me to look at them trying to make the shift into making something multiplayer, into yeah. making something live service. And I, like, in a way, I can see the story of Naughty Dog failing to get Last of Us multiplayer off the ground a bit easier than even something like the, um, like, Fair Games or even, like, any of these other multiplayer studios that are, that are doing it, because at the very least, these other studios are making these games from the ground up, right? Or they're, they're being built from the ground up to make these kind of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the shift for Naughty Dog of, hey, let's we've made some of the most polished single-player games, let's try to do that for multiplayer, that might have been a dream that just was never going to happen, right? Because yeah. you look at that and it's... Well, you you want to do something that maybe nobody's ever done before. If you're trying to translate this quality into a multiplayer thing, like you did factions before, but that was a mode. If you want to make it actual games as a service thing, you got to look at destiny. You got to look at the successes and go, oh, okay, okay, how do we emulate this a bit more? Right. And again, Bungie is a studio that was built for, from the ground up to do something like that. You'd hope that translates into these other things. But I think the, the balance that you have to have with it is the fact that like not Everybody and not most people can be Bungie, like not most studios can be Epic, right? These are these unicorn, once in a generation type studios that come through and everything works out for them because one the right game hits at the right time. the right game hits hits at the right time and also they kind they go through the fire. Destiny when it first hit wasn't hitting for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. It took until certain updates, it took until the Taken King, it took until Destiny Two for them to finally get to a place where it is oh Destiny is now Destiny. Fortnite launched and was a failure. For the first year until they happened to go, let's try a battle royale thing. I
0: mean, if you remember too, it wasn't even the first year, right? It was the first few months. That thing launched yeah. to crickets. Nobody cared. And it was like, all right, hey, they put up a say We really like what they've done with PUBG. So we're going to try that too. We're going to do a yeah. battle royale. It'll be fun.
1: Like these are insane stories and yeah. it's really tough to replicate that. And I totally understand on the numbers side of Jim Ryan, PlayStation, all the people that crunch numbers over there going hey, look at this. Like, I go back to the slideshow that they put yep. out in the spring of, hey, look at what we're making right now off of these single-player releases with not many post-content updates. Look at what the industry looks like in terms of the trajectory overall of how much money post-launch content makes. This is a incredible amount of money that we're missing out on. I totally understand how you get there and how you want to go after that, but I think, one, it has to be organic. Two, like you can't put... So many of your eggs in that basket. I think it has to be the slow build of, hey, one at a time, let's try it with the things that work. Hey, Ghost Team of Female Legends worked. Maybe let's try doing another one of those and seeing if we can put a bit more TLC into it.
0: And see, that's what's fascinating about it, though, is like if you're doubling down on this live service conversation as PlayStation, I don't think you can do one at a time because it's what we're talking about. Like, yeah. you are already so late to the trend, right? That's what I'm talking about with the quote from the book, is like, mm. this is already passe. So it's like, if you're going to say we want to do 12 and we're going to slowly pepper them out, like, By the time you get to that, that 12th one, we'll never see the light of day. Many of the, I I will be fascinated if the 12 games, 13 games they were talking about actually all hit, actually come out. Yeah. Because, and clearly they won't, Uh, but it's that idea of like, you got, they're they're trying to throw a bunch of stuff at the wall to see which one sticks, but it just also then makes it seem like such a floundering, non-committal, no vision proposal that it's hard to believe in any of them. Yeah. I would, you know what I mean? I would rather seen them say, and this is weird and impossible, but. Rather than do this twelve thing, we're gonna make Last of Us work. You know what I mean? You yeah. Okay. It didn't work. You're not there. Let's pass it off to a team that is. Some people from Bungie, some people from this thing. We're coming together to make a Last of Us multiplayer studio or whatever. And,
1: th- the hell and I think that's how it should have been. Yeah. Right? Like I think if you're going to do that, yeah. Like find the right people and yeah, make a, a make a Naughty Dog two and have it be okay. We brought in people from Bungie to help consult or help work mainly on this thing and like really nurture this product and try to make this this big product work as opposed to like shotgun approach hey we're gonna do this we're gonna do fair games we're gonna do concord we're gonna do marathon like you know again i'm sure like a couple of these are gonna hit i got faith in marathon just because it's bungee you know if it was anybody else i'd be like oh i don't know about this but the fact that it's bungee i'm like okay i think Bungie knows what they're doing for the most part but again nobody's immune to failure like of we've, se- we've seen studios who are doing things that they know how to do and they fuck it up like i look at all the big western rpgs of the last decade and i'm like well you know mass effect andromeda happened yeah. anthem happened um fallout 76 fallout 76 happened cyberpunk 2077 and launch happened right like yeah. you know even the people who know what they're doing are immune to like of course you know everybody's failure.
0: human and again like making a game is such a gamble i don't think people truly understand that right because yeah. you're talking about remove multiplayer from it you are talking about making a piece of art that you are starting with a whiteboard and ideas that then becomes over years, someone sitting in their house, playing with a controller. And like, it's the exact same way we talk about games on the show, right? What you like, I might not like and vice versa. So you can never make something that works for everybody, but you have all these different voices trying to make something with you. And so maybe your idea gets watered down or made better, whatever, but like the time it gets out through the entire process to whatever it is, it's a miracle. You get a game period. It's a fucking insane cosmic entity if it's an amazing game and it hits all these points i mean like there are so many things happening to get you to that point and it's such a gamble that this game is going to be fun and going to be interesting
1: yeah and even if it's fun and interesting right like is it gonna hit like i go to i mean Oh, yeah, jump like the story, success. Number, story number two is let's about let's go to it yeah it's like that's oh. about boomerang x if you want to cover it but it's, i think that applies exactly to what we're talking about right now
0: number two on the roper report ladies and gentlemen the boomerang x developer is shutting down dang makes games put up this tweet yesterday in a notepad which i love like because it's in notepad like on your not in your iphone notes it's no in literally notepad. like on the windows uh, yeah, <laughs> the window thing. hi everyone dang is closing up shop Unfortunately, we were not able to find funding for our next game, and we're out of money. We're not writing off the possibility of working on some small stuff together in the future, but for now, we're all going our separate ways. Thanks for all the love you've shown to us over the years, and for playing Boomerang X. Farewell,
1: dang forever. Now, do you remember Boomerang X? Oh yeah, I played the hell out of Boomerang X. I think that was one that um me and Andy really liked. I forget if Barrett played it. That might have also been a Barrett. They all
3: really tried to get me to play it and I just never got around to it. Yeah. Not Psychonauts.
1: And I and I I mean, I think it would be one that Barrett liked, because Barrett liked um Neon White so much as well. And like the, for me, they're similar kind of games of like you're going th- through these arena environments and taking out enemies pretty quickly and seeing like how fast you can get through it. And Boomerang X, really, really good game. Like yeah. that was a for me like an indie darling of that year that was. Underrated, underappreciated, all that stuff, and I think that goes back to the conversation of you can even put out something that's good and, and it's gonna fail. And that's the thing. Too, <laughs> not that it's like, not that Boomerang X failed, right? But like the studios, and it didn't hit they where they wanted down. to,
0: right? Yeah. I'm, I I was trying to find an article to cite somebody. I think it was just one of our peers on Twitter. They called out the fact that, of course, Boomerang X published by Devolver, so it's like, oh yeah, you have. It's not like these these folks uh, did this all on their own and then it just didn't work out, like. They had Devolver behind them. They had, like, Devolver is a label that means something to people, right? There are people who I, oh, I love Devolver games. That's me. Like, if Devolver's putting out a game, there's a really good shot that I'm going to love that game. And so, like, even with that big of an indie label behind you, right, of a publisher behind you, they just couldn't make this work. They couldn't get enough units. They couldn't make enough money off of it to keep it going.
1: So back to the previous story a little bit, right? But including all this, including just all the layoff conversations we've had over the last few weeks, what is it about this current season where we're seeing this all happen at once? Is it the fact that we're getting into the fall? Is it the the is it build up over time and everything is popping at once? Like why is it this current season, do you think?
0: Well, even to say this season I think is a bit too much boxing it in sure. right we're seeing we're, i think you can extend to this
1: year right With like tech companies in
0: this season yeah i would say what you're starting probably at the beginning of the end of spring into where we are now so it's not like one season we keep saying it because it's like kind of like a review yeah. season it's just happening all the time my interpretation on it, and I'd always be interested to hear Matt Piscitella or somebody else tell me I'm wrong from uh, Cicada, not, or Cicada, not, uh, not M.P.D. Circana, whatever it is. M.P.D. sounds Cicada. so much better. <laughs> 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 Matt Piscatella comes up from the ground once every 16 years to give you the M.P.D. data. Uh, anyways, though, my interpretation on it is that it's uh, the basically fallout from COVID. You figure it was that we had this thing where all of a sudden everybody's locked down gaming shoots up. Everybody's playing more revenues up. People are working on their games and it's this really weird thing. You know, we even saw it kind of funny that there was like, Oh man, we're somehow during this pandemic where we were worried about it going really bad. It's actually better for us because people are at home consuming entertainment a certain way. So numbers shot up. And I think people like Epic and not to keep coming back and bagging on them Mm -hmm. made, I think short-sighted bets, thinking oh well gaming is up this much it's going to this is the new standard yeah. we can do this x y and z and it'll the good times will roll and then we came out of the pandemic right and we've seen things go down not like crater down but come down from their pandemic highs and I think then it's like oh shit you know I talked a lot about it at the beginning of the year when on our side when you saw advertising dry up you saw I kept talking about the economic headwinds I'd hear about it and uh, on uh, yeah, the radio National public radio, NPR, yeah. I'm, I'm NPD, it's <laughs> the
1: public radio. S- 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 use their like government. Name. <laughs> well, I, I, I keep saying NPD in my head. And I'm like, that's not the word, Greg. Don't say NPd.
0: NPR would talk about this all the time, right? Of like, it was people batting down the hatches, getting ready for things, da, 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 da. And that is continuing in our sphere right now, where it is maybe even not batting down the hatches. There might've been that like sound the on, everything's in trouble. But then even when it's not in trouble, it could still be better. We're still, uh, you know, we're talking about all these companies, right, that, well, not dang, but we're talking about all these companies that like have shareholders, that have people that want, they want return on their investment. They aren't looking for minor returns that, you know, we see CEOs ousted all the time for just not delivering on the numbers they need to deliver on. And so I think it is that thing of like, okay, cool. Tighten our belts. Let's go through. And again, not to keep bagging on PlayStation as a overall brand, but it is the same thing of where I just do not believe in the live service push because I think the live service push was, We should do this. And you start getting that going behind the scenes. And by the time there was the public reveal of it, Mm -hmm. it was already cooled, let alone where we are now, where it's just like, no one, no one is clamoring for this. No one is interested. And again, please tell me if I'm wrong. Live chat. Tell me if I'm wrong. uh, People in the YouTube comments watching later, if you're like, fuck,
1: no, I want another extraction shooter. I want this. Maybe it's just not my game. Maybe it's just not my PlayStation, et cetera. But it's like, I mean, I've not seen many people excited about like the overall push, right? Like that's, that's the thing is, you know, I think you then point to individual games and. You know, Helldivers Dive I know you're excited for, and I'm only like I'm moderately excited well, for.
0: I, it. I, and again, we've talked about this uh, on the shows. Yeah. I would say I'm moderately excited as well. Like I okay. got I got more confident after that better look at it. But that first gameplay where I was like, "Is there a HUD? What are we doing?" Yada yada. Yeah. And then they released. It. I'm like, "Okay, it still looks like Helldivers, Divers. Whatever." I still don't. I don't think I don't know if Helldivers Divers is going to drop, and I'm going to be like, 60 hours, it. let's yeah. go." Well, hopefully, it's like we do a really fun stream, and Mike wants to play at night every so often. Da da da. But like again, it's like. If Helldivers dropped right now, with all due respect, I'm not playing that. I'm not like putting aside Spider-Man and Assassin's Creed Mirage to go do that, right? Yeah. Now, granted, that's my work and my review, but even when Alan Wake 2 comes, that would go to the top of the pile, right? Yeah. Like,
1: and then as we go down the list, right, like Concord, I don't really care much about fair games, I don't really care much about and like that said, maybe once I see more of those games, maybe I start to care about them. Sure. But right now, just based off of the first look and based off of the description of both games, I'm like, yeah, those don't really do much for me. What's what's the one on uh the hyena? The, the hyenas, right? Oh, that was the second one. Yeah. And
0: it's the one where it's like I, I had the same reaction to hyenas that I had, I had to fair games.
1: Yeah, and I had to conquer. I'm like, all right, whatever. And so like I think the only one left right there is would be Marathon. And Marathon, again, like if that wasn't Bungie, I would not I could not care less, right? This is the fact that it's Bungie, and I'm like, oh cool, another Bungie game. You know, that's something I might play. And I'm sure yeah. I'm sure for the audience out there, I, I think there might be enough people that, that probably feel the same way. But yeah, I don't know if the overall I think the, the way that they push it and the way that they've presented it so far hasn't been worthwhile. And maybe once they present it better, we get a better idea of like where people's feelings actually lay. But it almost feels like they're afraid to give us the full story. So of let's game. jump
0: <laughs> tracks for a second. Because here's a question I have for you, all right? Uh-huh. Let's talk about a game that is a games as a service mm-hmm. that we've both played and enjoyed. I think you played it right. Yeah, you played it. We've both or played did it. You and same of Avengers. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not out yet. I want to know how long do you think Foam Stars has in the tank? Oh,
1: i I didn't play Foam Stars. Shit, fuck. I yeah. Thought, yeah, I can't remember if you were part of that demo yeah, or so not. Yeah, still like Mike. Okay. Well, I mean, what what do you think though? Like, dude, Foam Stars was a
0: fun time, and it's that thing that, again. I might play it on a stream, but I would. not I mean, no, no. I'm not going to make space for that. I'm going to make time for that. I feel like that could have a really successful opening weekend. And then I wonder if it'll just completely fall off a cliff and go away. Yeah. Because I, I, I know this is, I'm mixing apples and oranges because I have, this happened while I was on vacation, but I played it with Jack Quaid when I came back. Party Animals. Uh-huh. Fun. That was a lot of fun. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not clamoring to go back to Party Animals.
1: Why right? is that? Because like Party Animals, I look at it as guys. another fall. Okay. I was just say, it looks guys. like another Fall I've done, I've
0: done this before, right? Like, am I really like, I need? Uh, and I don't know what their concurrence are. So this isn't me. Again, I'm not talking shit. It was a fun game. It, it was just like, cool, that was a great experience. I feel like I've had it before. I'm good. It's not like Fall Guys. When Fall Guys did drop and it was like, hold on, I'm playing this at night for the three days at least, and then Mike got obsessed with it, and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I haven't seen that about Party Animals, and it could still be out
1: there. Do you think part of it is that we're in such a busy busy season right now? And like, I guess the other question is, does the busy season ever end? Because That's my thing is, know. I feel like when we get out of this
0: season, like this season of reviews, when we get to the end of November and into December when fucking Avatar comes out and reflips out, uh, I still think you're going to be playing catch-up with our library for a while in a weird way, Yeah, where I still think it could be that thing where the game that Oh, I oh, I remember Greg talking about that. Or I remember Bless talking about oh, you know, Armored Core. Like, right. Like, that's not at the top of my list, but I have it on my thing. I haven't deleted it. I know I need to play it eventually. Mm. When will I pop in and actually give that time? And so then it, it's always going to be that, hey, I had fun with Forms. And again, I'm not the multiplayer guy, a competitive sure, multiplayer yeah. guy. So, like, again, maybe there'll be a whole thing, but it's, I could, Square, a Square putting out a game is like, Square, like, publishes award-winning games like it didn't meet our expectations <laughs> like, yeah, yeah yeah foam stars is going to
1: meet your expectations See, like- I, I think my thing right going back to the season conversation you know i talk about this season in particular being like maybe the last few weeks for, or like the last month and a half or so because the stories have kind of like bubbled up even more like we've had these yeah. stories throughout the year especially within the tech space in general but within the last few weeks i feel like we've been talking about you know, embrace layoffs, And obviously a lot of that is from like the deal they made back in the spring, right? Creative assembly, creative assembly, like a bunch of stuff, right? Immortals of Avium. And like, that was one Mm -hmm. where, you know, I think that is part that. Well, I mean that in particular, right. Is due to the fact that we are in such a busy season right now. And you talk about even playing catch up. Once we get to around December, February of this upcoming year in January, for that matter, right. Is looking like January slash February from 2022, where if you remember, right. That was like when we played, Dying Light, and Horizon, yeah. and Elden Ring, and Sifu, and Pokemon Legends Arceus, and a bunch of these games. Yeah, that's what this upcoming spring is starting to look like as games start to plant their flag of "Hey, we're coming out this uh, around this time." And even games are starting to move from this year into early next year. I don't know if that if we're gonna get to a place where it feels like Outriders again, where Outriders came out and it. Yeah, just I, got felt, yeah got I got nothing to do. Yeah, I got nothing to do. To do. Let's, Let's go. play Outriders. We played yeah, so yeah. much fucking Outriders. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna have those scenarios as much anymore because i think there are just so many like video games have just ballooned in terms of the amount that are coming out now and i don't think people have time to like g- look at something that demands 10 30 60 hours of their time and go yeah i'm gonna play that instead of these five other uh, other games that i want to play that i've a- actually heard of compared to like another outriders or a concord or something like that
0: 100 percent. it's tough it is tough plus.
1: do you think uh with jim ryan stepping down do you think we see a shift in PlayStation? Do you think they they take another look and go, oh, actually this might not work? Or like, what do you think happens n- next? It's a great question.
0: Um, who knows? I that That's the bigger, uh, that's the real answer, right? Is like, who are you getting installed? It's also the fact of like, what are they seeing? Like, you know, we come out here and we talk every day and we do all this different stuff. And I think we know our shit and we do blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not we've never made a video game and we've sure. never marketed or sold a video game. So like PlayStation clearly sees something like, are they still seeing the same levels of that? Like, I mean, we were right about PlayStation VR too. Are we right about this? We'll find out about, uh, I don't know. I could, I could see someone coming in. I would like to see someone come in and be like, I mean, basically and we will never, I I do not for a second believe we'd get this, but basically I, I do want to Phil Spencer for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I do want somebody to step up and, and whether it be, Shoes the joke and the shirt you should go get it but whether it would be Herman getting promoted from worldwide studios to run the whole place or whatever a personable person who talks to the audience you know and and like because that's honestly even this whole live service shenanigans if somebody would step up grab the wheel and be like come on PS I love you of course I'm going to put us over but go to Forbes go to wherever and be like of course we've heard the audience we believe in this and here's why mm-hmm. like you know it, it right now it can go either way with, with what they're doing and where they're going and blah, blah 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 but it could be that somebody steps up grabs the wheel and explains the strategy and why they believe in it and why this is going to matter or it could be a Jim Ryan leaves in the same way Don Matrick leaves and then you know they correct the Xbox way and they correct the PlayStation you know and it correct as if PlayStation is getting destroyed right now they're yeah. fucking crushing but what happens when the next three games and, are these live service games. Everybody's like, I don't want this. And that, that.
1: that's my, that's the reason why I think we'll probably get the opposite, right? Like, it's, there's a few things here. I think it being PlayStation president, right? Like, that role being so different from um, like president of Worldwide Studios or president of PlayStation Studios. Is it, PlayStation Studios would be it's the same. PlayStation thing. Studios, yeah. Um, Worldwide was when she was still in charge. You know, like Herman Holtz coming from Gorilla getting that position and getting that like, hey, yeah, I, I oversee PlayStation Studios because I am a person that comes from software and video games. and sure. like I understand. I know what this is I like. I know yeah, what yeah. this is like, right? Like, I look at Jim Ryan as the president of PlayStation and, like, I know a lot of people, we talk about this on PS Love You a lot, right? But, like, a lot of people look at Jim Ryan and they're like, oh, he's dry. Oh, he's not, like, that much of a... He doesn't come off like a gamer, all these things, right? Yeah. Like, his job is to be the numbers. Like, his of job course. is to look at the business and go... All right, what is the like what are we doing here in terms of the overall PlayStation? And I think for where where Herman's at with his position, right? Like one, I would love to see him get promoted to, to, to PlayStation president, but is that the lane that PlayStation is going to want for him or is it do they look internally and go, who's another numbers person? Scott. We need that, a business We need guy. a business person yeah, to come yeah. in and basically continue the story that Jim Ryan is is writing is right now, yeah. right? Like yeah. because they've also just not they've not seen the the failure of multiplayer yet right yeah. like this isn't me saying that multiplayer 100 is going to fail of it's course we could terrible. totally be wrong but like they've not they, they they've not had the consequences yet like the only consequences we've seen so far have been like oh yeah bungie evaluating um last plus and ha- having that being put on ice seemingly right like that's how that's supposed to work though for them and for the thing they've set up you know that's what's supposed to happen they're not supposed to lay people off but like again that's part of the business I wonder if they are like, all right, cool. We got to find somebody who's going to continue this process that we're in right now to see where this ends up yeah. and hopefully have this make three times as much money as we're already making.
0: We have to wait and see. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to wait through ads. If you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny over on patreon.com slash kind of funny, of course you can get each and every episode of games daily ad free. You can watch us record the podcast live as we record them. You can get those ad free on demand as a video and MP3. And of course you can get 300 bonus episodes of content and This month only, a cool Miles Morales poster for Spider-Man 2. But I digress. Since you're not on Patreon.com slash kindoffunny,
4: here's a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Did you burn your last piece of toast? Have the avocados gone bad? Is the hot sauce bottle empty? You can try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it, right to your door. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. You already know how much all of us here at Kinda Funny love DoorDash, but with thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or they'll make it right you want even more value, you can save on all of your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Pash membership. With easy substitutes right in the app and best-in-class customer support, you can get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code KINDA at checkout. That's 50% off, up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code KINDA. Don't forget, that's code KINDA for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. This episode's brought to you by Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Every purchase supports the Shady Rays Impact Program, which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code KindaFunny for 50% off 2 plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Again, that's ShadyRays.com. Use the code Kinda Funny. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and It helps you lower your bills all in one place, and it has surprised multiple of my friends and people at Kind of Funny how many subscriptions they have that they forgot they are still paying for. That's why I'm such a big fan of Rocket Money. It's so easy to cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. No more long hold times or annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does all the work for you. Rocket Money can even negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bills and Rocket Money will take care of the rest rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place stop wasting money on things you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny that's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny one more time rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter
0: I want Tim's A24 sweatshirt he wears in that ad.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Ask him. Or steal it. <laughs> or or <laughs>
4: rob him. He wears it to work
1: and we keep turning up the heat. And yeah. So trying to take like, it like, off and then I get it. Yeah, It's, fine. it's the perfect crime. Just swing down from the ceiling, like slowly like Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Number three,
1: uh,
0: Haddoful Boyfriend developer accuses Epic of unpaid royalties. This is Brendan Sinclair at gamesindustry.biz. The original developer of Haddoful Boyfriend has accused Epic Games of not paying royalties on the game for the past two years. In the wake of layoffs at Epic that impacted the studio behind the Haddoful Boyfriend HD remake Mediatonic developer, Hato Moa posted condolences on social media for, quote, the lovely, talented people from the studio, adding that Epic has not paid royalties on the game since it acquired Mediatonic in 2021. The day after Moa went public, Epic Games Publishing responded to say, quote, we are looking into this and the team will be reaching out to you directly, end quote. Had a full Boyfriend originally published in Japan in 2011, but Mediatonic and developer Devolver Digital remade it for an international audience in 2014 and brought it to mobile and PlayStation platforms as well. MOA said those versions of the games Had to be pulled from storefronts After Epic acquired Mediatonic in 2021 Though it remains available on Steam Where it is published by Epic Games MOA said it wouldn't be worth Filing suit over the missing royalties As the money in question wouldn't justify the cost Or effort of legal action Quote, don't worry I'm totally fine, MOA added I just wish I had been strong and influential enough To support all the nice people from Mediatonic They've always been nice to me And
1: hadiful What's going on over there? <laughs> like, I wish I had more. I wish there was more said. Uh, and I understand, like, why maybe Haddo wouldn't want to say more, right? Because you don't want to, like, you know, cut ties yeah. and, all this, and all this stuff. But I'd, want, I'd, I'd be curious to know, like, were you reaching out and they were just ignoring your emails? Yeah. Or was it a thing where you were just like, whatever, like, it's not worth the effort? Yeah. Because, like, if you're reaching out and they weren't responding to you and weren't giving you your money, then that's fucked. That's terrible. But if it was, like, a... All this shit happened where yeah, Midatonic gets acquired and then epics done and then they take it down from the store and then but it's still up on Steam and then like nobody reached out to anybody, then it's like a oh, okay, well that sucks. You should get your money.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, long and short, no matter what, they should get their money. Yeah. But yeah, the whole uh most said it wouldn't be worth filing suit over the missing royalties is the money in question wouldn't justify the cost or effort of legal action. That's where it's like, what? oh okay, so is this Again, they are, they're owed the money no matter what. But is this a mountain out of a molehill? Is this just like, yeah, I'm owed a, I'm owed a couple grand or whatever from it? And again, that's not like chump change. Yeah. Or whatever. Especially
1: but, if you're a single, like if it sounds like Moa might be a, a single developer. Yeah. Right? Like not like a team or whatever.
0: So I mean, get get paid and get the thing. But yeah, were was there an ongoing correspondence? And you got lost in an epic email chain from hell. Did the people you were talking to leave the company even before the layoffs and everything? Like was there movement? And you, a bunch of dead ends, or yeah. was it that like? you notice this emailed one person, they never responded. And then you didn't touch it for two years. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh wait a second. A- Cause like,
1: this is also a- arising just from the fact of like all the layoffs of Epic too. And like media tonic seemingly getting hit by the layoffs, right? Like yeah. this is Moa showing their love and support for that team. Right. It's not even them coming out and being like, Hey, by the way, Epic didn't pay. Like it's like, yeah, more, it it's, seems like more so. Too, a, hey. It's like
0: an odd, weird dunk at the same time of being like, Hey, all my love to the people who got laid off. Also, these guys haven't paid me. See yeah, later. No, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what Was that second part? Why was that second part <laughs> included in this? You know what I mean? Like, uh, and then to be then the backtracking of, don't worry, I'm fine. I just wish people had been strong. And I'm like, okay, yeah. it's a weird, it's a it's weird tweet thread about what's going on. And to Epic's credit, whoever is running the thing that responded, right? They put out a statement. They're like, we'll look into it. So it's like, yeah, was this just like the first time somebody who understood what was happening heard about it? I don't know. Yeah, get paid, get paid, and also, Handleful Boyfriend, pretty cool, pretty good game. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. It's one of those. I remember Miranda Sanchez at IGN being all about it. Yeah, and so when I got when it finally came to PlayStation, I never had this twist ruined for me.
1: I played it, but then I was like, I'm bored before I get to the twist. I will say, I don't <laughs> think I ever finished it. Okay. So I'm just learning okay. there's a twist. I just know it as a bird dating song. Okay, Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, from what I played of it, I was like, oh, this is pretty fun. Pretty cool idea. And then I bounced off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, I'm just now hearing there's a twist. And so maybe I mean, I got to go back. Number four on the Roper Report, Nintendo's president says it will continue
0: to support Switch next year. Shocking. This is Chris calling to VGC. Uh, Nintendo's president says the Switch will continue to see new software in the next fiscal year. In a new interview with Nakai, uh, Shuntaro. Furukawa, uh, was asked if the life cycle of the Switch could be expanded further than the six and a half years it's already been on sale. Furukawa replied, I should say, that Nintendo would continue to focus on the Switch until the end of the current fiscal year, ending March 2024, and would continue to support the console with software in the following fiscal year, ending March 2025. Quote, we are still working on software for the Switch for the fiscal year ending March 31st, 2025. Rukawa said. In the fiscal year ending March 31st, 2024, we hope to sustain the momentum of Zelda and the Super Mario Brothers movie with focus on the holiday season. As for hardware, we'll maximize not only new demand for new hardware, but also for those buying second consoles and replacements, end quote. Currently, Princess Peach Showtime is due for release on Switch in March 2024, right before the end of the fiscal year. The only known Switch game to set to release after that are Luigi's Mansion 2 HD and Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door. Nintendo is not to officially comment on plans for its next console. However, Nintendo is yet to comment Nintendo is yet to officially comment on plans for its next console. However, according to VGC sources, the company has dispatched Switch 2 development kits to key partners with a launch date planned for the second half of 2024.
1: This very much is a water is wet story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even exactly. as I reread it, I was like, oh, maybe I didn't need to put this in a rover before. But, like, you know, we are still working on software for the Switch for the fiscal year uh, ending March 31st, 2025. Like, yes, we know this because um uh, they mentioned the article like one of the games i think it might have been luigi's mansion luigi's mansion i believe is slated for july of next year which technically is in that fiscal year so sure sure sure. yes the question is do you support the switch till the end of the fiscal year probably but like that's yet to be seen right like i i i'm fully bought into the idea that we're going to see the switch two fall of next year Based yeah. on like the reports on Oh, stuff. totally. Just based yeah, on like 100%. What feels like it makes sense.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, that makes sense for me too. And, and
1: then the obviously,
0: Wii U yeah. was
3: supported until the, the launch of the Switch. so. You and know. it's also
0: yeah. the thing is like, yeah, you're going to see they're going to be making third party deals and indies are going to be coming to Switch long after Switch 2 launches. And there's still going to be stuff. Sure. Happening. Yeah, that
3: stuff still happened for the Wii U. You want to know how many Wii U games came out in America this year?
1: Wait, how many? <laughs> two, <laughs> two. Which one? Two games came out in 2020. wait, wait can I guess? Uh, Just Dance. No. No, nah, damn it. Well, I guess it just dances now. Yet
3: it's technically two different releases, but it seems to be like the same like uh, uh, IP or something. It's called Silver Falls White Inside Its Umbra, and then Silver Falls Undertakers. Both came out February sixteenth,
1: twenty twenty-three on you, the Wii U. Do you think if I like if I develop a game for the Wii U? And have it be just, like, the most obscene shit of all time. Like, Nintendo would even notice if I just... Or anybody would notice if I uploaded it. Yeah, somebody
0: would blow you up on Kotaku or whatever. But, like, do you think... Every time somebody puts
1: titties on the PSN, somebody's got to write about it. But it's the Wii U. Like, I don't think Nintendo... Like, the team for Nintendo that is doing the... um, uh, What do they call it when you have to, like, go through the game before you add it to your platform, you work on that team, make sure it doesn't crash people's fucking Wii U's. I'm sure whoever that person is... The QA guy, yeah. Yeah, but, like, it's, it's... is it something beyond QS? Like, uh, cert. Certification, yes. Ah. Yeah. Uh. we U certification has to be two people who like only do that as part of their job. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not even their full job. It, it, you
3: know, <laughs> it's one person and it's something that they have to do at the very beginning of the year for like a day. For and a then, day. Yeah, and then they don't have to think about and it.
1: And then they for go back year. to their other job. Yeah. They're like, oh, we'll pay you an extra like ten dollars an hour for this one day to do just yep. to Look at these
3: games. There's
0: two, yep. there's two sure. things for this year, yeah. Uh, number five and final on the report the Batman Arkham trilogy for Nintendo Switch has been delayed. This <gasps> is Wesley Yin pool at IGN. Batman Arkham trilogy for Nintendo Switch is delayed. Publisher Warner Brothers Games has announced it was due out October 13th, but it'll now launch December 1st, 2023. Damn, damn, we Ten we're all days.
1: this is where we're waiting. This is what we're waiting for. Yeah, that was wild that it was 10 coming days out for 10 come, days. Yeah, wouldn't they? Again, I don't have, I don't know how anything in this industry works. Yeah, but like, there's got to be Best Buy's with like the, the cartridge sitting in the back, right? With Batman Arkham Trilogy, ten days out. There's got to be like a warehouse, like a GameStop warehouse. Was it at least only digital? Copy. Maybe. Oh, was it only digital? I don't know. I guess that's how you get away with that, but that's wild that you can delay it. 10 I just, days I, out. Good in, for them doing it. In my headcanon,
3: it was like, oh, we got to port over Arkham Asylum and city to the Switch. Oh, pff, fucking easy. And then it announces the entire trilogy. They're like,
4: we have to figure
3: out how to get Arkham Knight on the Switch.
1: Yeah, like, are oh, you fucking damn. kidding me? Nobody told us this. <laughs> Joker's really high fidelity in this one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, you got to figure this out. Well, December 1st, Barrett, are you going to be there? He'll be knee-deep in Avatar. No, oh, he'll, he'll, have, he'll have some time before Avatar. <laughs> no, that, that's the problem. It's like I think. December is gonna be
3: like the we're you know I p- try to play a couple more games for Game of the Year stuff. Avatar is not gonna be. Uh, I will Avatar say Avatar is, right,
1: is right, December seventh, which, which means we'll get review codes probably like a couple weeks before. So you will be knee deep in Avatar. Yeah, you, no, you'll, you'll i blew won't. yourself. That's not a game yourself. I'm gonna
3: request a code for too. So I'm gonna get you one. No, please don't. That's a waste of a code. <laughs> <laughs> you like Far um, Cry, right, don't you? <laughs> Like, I need to go back to Final Fantasy. I need to go back to a couple of other things. I haven't even started Lies of P. I'm probably, like... No. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've, no I've, I've, I've got, got, got them working on my Steam Deck. You don't so like, I'll when blue
1: people wear Kohl's shirts that they bought? Like, just regular human clothes?
3: You gotta drive it, man. You got to. You just, just gotta accept that. You and, know, like, were
1: in shorts the in avatars space. wear people clothes. Did you know that the avatars wear people clothes? Yeah, I saw. I was it's watching. Insane. <laughs> yeah.
0: don't, don't even get me started. Don't even get me started.
1: The, av- the blue people, Avatar. They wear real people clothes.
0: Kevin, we can't hear you. Come, not the
1: locals. Not the local. I'm not seeing enough of. The, I just saw the trailer. Yeah, the trailer. Well, yeah. And in one of the trailers, show, yeah. they're wearing like one of these shirts. <laughs> one of the Jabroni yeah, shirts. Yeah. So the movie, essentially, what happens is they make aliens that are like your clone, but with the alien DNA. Yeah. So you can go into it, right? So that is their avatar in that world. So. The people aren't waiting wearing native clothes. They're wearing like Arguably, yeah, shirts that are made for them, so it like feels less awkward. But like they, they what they transported these shirts from Earth, or did they open up a coals on space? Do they have like they have bigger guns for them? Like they made them all these things. That's insane. That's wild. I gotta watch one of these movies sometimes. You don't don't That's support crazy,
0: it. That's crazy, dude. The next Avatar movie is so far away. If I wanted
1: something more important, say what games to the mom of the crop shops, where would I go? Blessing. You would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekend. Yeah.
0: yeah. Out today. Disguise seven vows of the Virtuous comes to all the playstations switch and PC Scorn comes to PlayStation five silent hope comes to switch and PC battle shapers. Early access comes to PC the lamp lighters league comes to PC and Xbox series X high on knife comes to PC Xbox series X and PS five Spellforce: conquest of EO is coming to Xbox series X and PlayStation five on November 7th. That's not an out today. You tricked me.
1: I don't know why I put that.
0: That's <laughs> a new date. No other new dates for you. Wordless has been delayed until November 21st and kingdom eighties. Summer of greed is coming to Xbox series X PlayStation five and switch and mobile on October 16th some deals of the day for you uh the u.s playstation plus essential games are up you can get the callisto protocol on ps4 and ps5 farming simulator 2022 on ps4 and ps5 and
1: weird west on ps4 and ps5 callisto protocol yeah around spooky season yeah i'll go ahead and say on ps plus good deal yeah
0: have fun yeah i think it's gonna i I talked about this when they announced it right i think that this will be a time for a lot of people going like i this isn't that bad. Yeah, not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what are people talking about? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash Games and youtube.com slash Games to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash Games podcast services around the globe, and even patreon.com slash Funny, where they're getting the show ad free. Tundra Boy says... Luigi's Mansion 2 isn't slated for any specific month, just summer 2024. Uh, I live Creed says Arkham Collection on Switch is on a cartridge. Asylum is on the cart. City and Asylum are downloadable. So, then, yeah.
3: I, they must mean City and Night. Because if Asylum's on the. Yeah, no, he just
0: misspoke. Asylum okay. is on the cart. City and. He says Asylum, but he probably means Night are on our downloads. So, yeah. like,
1: at the last 10 days before, they're able to delay a physical release? That's wild. A lot of power. Uh, Zach Johnson in chat said, uh, Isn't the DLC atrocious? Talk about the Callisto Protocol DLC. And then, like a few chats later, says, Why is it nobody talking about the Callisto Protocol DLC? And I find that really funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nobody gave a shit about the Callisto
1: Protocol DLC. We had to talk about this. Did he say that? <laughs> this was Zach Johnson's talking about. Yeah. Why is nobody talking about the Callisto <laughs> Protocol DLC? <laughs> why are you, Zach, Zach's so pissed off. He played this DLC. He wants somebody else to bang on it. Yeah. Sorry, nobody played it. I didn't. We didn't. We didn't play it. Yeah, I know. I didn't. Uh, I don't think I realized that there was DLC. I remember that getting announced,
0: but it was like it's been aroundish. It was, mm. You know, it's in this year. where There's just a million things mm. happening. Who's got time? Ur uh, gamer. Uh, has a year wrong. It says Disgaea 7 is getting released tomorrow. October 4th. Not today. Oh.
3: Damn.
0: I blame releases.com or wherever you got that from, Blessing. I get it from like four different sources. (laughs) And they all disagree about dates. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, that's another episode of Kinda Funny Games Daily. We'll be back tomorrow and each and every weekday to run you. The nerdy video game news you need to know about. Uh, Tomorrow, it's going to be Blessing and Andy hosting. Thursday, Blessing and Tim. Friday, Tim and Blessing of course, this show's not over. We've got a little post-show we're going to do where we run through the super chats with the one, the only, the Master of Pipe Snowbike Mike. Uh, but of course, if you like this show, if you've had a good time, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can subscribe, support us, get the show ad-free, get the cool merch, get the cool exclusive shows like Gregway, and have a great time with the Next Gen Podcast.
1: Until next time, though, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Bah. Mike, you play the Callisto Protocol DLC? or YouTube? You were playing Fort Solace, weren't you? Yeah, he played Fort Fortaleza. I can't believe he played. Mike's all about <laughs> I'd be checking games out. Might be checking games out. Played a lot of games this weekend. You played a lot of games this weekend. A
2: lot of games this weekend. I don't I'm believe it. Looking forward to more. Looking you forward to more. My FIFA skills pretty good.
1: Yeah. You trying to play we some made, FIFA?
2: Me and the boys be playing FIFA. Are you playing? I sent you the text. I said we're playing.
1: You playing on like on a team? Like, we're what's your what's clubs. your position?
2: I'm mean,
1: You're a goalkeeper. Oh, okay. We okay. Let the team down, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let the team down, this guy
2: hey
1: you two. it's nice to see you both hi you forgot the microphone you yeah say, it's nice to see did
2: you make no, that hello see everyone it. welcome in to your kind of funny games daily post show with me Snowbike mike greg miller and one blessing out of the oea junior blessing it's great to see you it's good to see you too it is the start of a great week yeah so a good feeling about it you know what i mean we're gonna open up some pokemon cards oh, after wee! This. greg's still rocking his button-up t-shirts yeah What are you going to rock next? What's next? What's hot in the fashion world? I don't know, man.
1: I think I'm just going to play it chill for now. I think I'm just going to rock the regular t-shirts. Maybe I'm going to, I might, you know, come in uh, to these shows with like one layer as opposed to two. Because for a while there, I was doing two layers just because I'll get cold. But now that it's like a decent temperature in here, I think I might just rock the
2: one layer and do t-shirts for now. I like that. I like that. T-shirts in the summer.
3: I got to walk it back, Greg. Okay. I do got to, I got to, I got to check out the Arkham collection on Switch. Purely just to see the horrors of Arkham Knight running on the Switch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If it's streaming, though, whatever. Or downloadable, I guess is what they said. Yeah. Okay, well, let's kick off some post-show with some super chats coming in from the community. They're excited to talk about today's news stories with all of you. Like CJ, who writes in and says, hey... How would you solve Sony's problem of increasing revenue if single-player games or single-player gaming profits are ta- are tapering off and third parties are being brought out, being bought out? Uh, I mean, well, firstly, like, I don't know if like single-player games are like
1: for PlayStation at least are tapering off in terms of like the revenue. I think they're seeing other forms of revenue and going, oh well, but those are making a lot more. Um, <clears throat> I think that's more that's more so the thing that's happening, and like you know, I think that is, I think solving that there right like would be sort of what they're already doing but i think just doing it in more of like a and more of kind of the way we talked about which is hey yeah like let's spin up a new studio that is focused on making a multiplayer project and like let's do this one at a time right like let's have them work on a last was thing and get experts who know what they're doing right and like have bungee work with them um and like you know i i, I like the idea of you know doing that from the ground up with the studio, as opposed to like the shotgun approach of, all right, let's announce Concord and fair games and all these things. And Hey, they like, let's do all, all these things at the same time and see like what hits and what, what doesn't, because, you know, we talk about it, but like the naughty dog thing concerns me and like seeing the, like all the PlayStation hirings for like, Hey, we're Insomniac, and we're we're hiring a multiplayer person. We're go, or um we're Gorilla or not Gorilla. We're well, I guess Gorilla is doing that too. But we're all <laughs> we're we're Sucker Punch. We're hiring these multiplayer people, right? Like I get worried about a lot of these studios that are known for their single-player projects um, now working on multiplayer stuff. You know, like I I I think there's stuff to do and experiment with there, right? But like you know, I get worried about the putting your eggs in all all in one basket mm-hmm. situation of it. Greg, so, what do you think? how'd they
0: phrase the question again oh here it is how would you solve sony's playstation of increasing revenue if single-player profits are tapering off and third parties are being bought out i don't fully understand the third parties being bought out aspect cj i uh, think
1: talking about like xbox buying activision oh okay so the pool getting smaller gotcha yeah. thank mm-hmm.
0: you uh i would do several things um first off for my first party games that are happening at playstation studios okay. i would say let's make smaller shorter games okay. let's let's move Amen. faster you know what I mean? Uh, let's let's do what Insomniac's uh, done with Spider-Man into Spider-Man Miles Morales into Spider-Man 2 into Wolverine. Let's make tighter games that we can turn quicker that we can get out there more. Uh, the audience is not stupid. Uh, the majority of them. People will c- complain about anything. Uh, but if we're giving them a high quality experience and you are shaving hours and fat off of it, they should like that. They should be a part of that. They want that. Um, I would then say too, uh, we're not doing enough with our IP by partnering with partners we trust. And this is something we've talked about before, right? Spider-Man's a bad example because it isn't totally owned by PlayStation, but stick with me. Uh, you know, when it was like, oh, maybe maybe um, Concrete Genie Studio, right? Pixel Opus, maybe they're working on the Spider-Verse game, da-da-da, something like that, right? I think there's a lot to experiment with there in the same way, I know it's a four-letter word around here sometimes, but the same way Ubisoft's talked about doubling down on their franchises, uh, I think it'd be interesting to turn to a house mark and be like, listen, and it, this is weird because I, I don't want to get in their way. Returnal's a thing, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. But let's say Returnal wasn't as big a deal it was, just so you understand my line of thinking. I, yeah, I'm Turn that. to a I'm house mark it. and be like, listen, Dead Nation was a fucking awesome game. If you played I mean, Dead Nation, you love Dead Nation, but it didn't, it doesn't have a big thing to, what if you did something with Days Gone? There is an audience that loves Days Gone. So what if it was that you just worried about making a, Top down zombie shooter with freakers running at you, and it was. We don't have to worry about any other stuff. We did something there, right? I, in the same way, you're looking at this pics, uh, uh, the 2D, um, Prince of Persia from Yubi, right? Let's jump in there and do that. Uh, we've talked about it. What is going on with Uncharted? Why aren't we, you know, it, who is working with it? Is anybody going with it? What's going on with that? What could be a fun new take on Uncharted that doesn't get in the way of, hey, this isn't Naughty Dog? That is. Nathan Drake's smaller adventures. That is Cassie's adventures. That is whatever is Elena's adventures, right? Uh, Whatever you want to do or Chloe, that's what I'm looking for more, Mm -hmm. right? Where we can get into this thing and not make it necessarily what it is before, but you know, something fun to do with these things that are smaller games that you go to, you know, to go off. And again, what I've wanted Marvel games to do, which is, Hey, okay, cool. We have all this IP. Let's go find trusted small developers. What would Mike Biffle do with a PlayStation franchise? If he could, you know what i mean you look at that and like think i mean like it's that. the same
1: way that nintendo did cadence of hyrule with the yep. uh, the people that did the um what was it called the rhythm game before that yeah, yeah, yeah. uh crypto the necro dancer yep there it is uh and like i think there are so many things you can do like that right yeah. with, with playstation playstation ip in the same way that you're talking about like oh yeah what if you did a days gone nation with um uh, with housemark right like what are the other ideas that people have as any developers that might not have either the platform or yep. like you know, the type of IP that you have, yeah, let's give them a shot, because it's all, that's a success for you, and that's a success for them And, as well. like,
0: again, let's let's open up the archive and see there's so much fascinating, awesome stuff happening with independent developers and smaller devs, right? You're telling me right now, with all the creativity out there, somebody couldn't blow your mind with the Parappa the Rapper game? And not oh, one sure. of our PlayStation-owned first-party games, but somebody out there who's going to make the coolest fucking, like, little, and whatever they want to do with it, right? Even, like, I know this it would be hard. This would be an uphill battle. But, like, for some reason, PlayStation did the Medieval remake, right? And it was like one of those things nobody's really clamoring for that, and then nobody really played it, right? Because nobody wants to play a PS One game again. Hey,
3: but like, Kevin was really excited
0: for that, Greg. I'm sure he loved it. Did you play? Did you ever play the Medieval remake, Kev? No, no. Yeah, he doesn't have time for that, right? So, like, what if you went in there and did
1: something small, something? And again, mm-hmm. like. I, I know I mean, I'm just be, like, throwing why, out
0: general ideas, but why aren't there somebody making an 8-bit, you know, whatever game?
1: I yeah, think? like, why was Destruction All-Stars Destruction All-Stars? Like, why wasn't yeah. that a Twisted Metal? Yeah. Right? And, like, I know the idea of, like, well, would it have been bad anyway? Like, probably maybe, but, like, I think that would have been the, a, 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 like, more exciting way to go about it that would have gotten more people into playing that game. And then you give it, like, more of a jump start as opposed to this thing that off the bat, everybody's like, oh, yeah, Destruction All-Stars, I guess it looks fine and it comes out and doesn't really do much for people. That's what I would do. Jump into that and
2: experiment a bit more. Yeah, big fan, Uh, and a lot of big super chats coming in. People love me. Messages they happen. They hate me
0: when I stream video games, but Uh when I say the super chat, they love me.
2: Uh, Let's jump around because we're having some fun, and I will get to all of your super chats. I promise, because there is so many of them to get through. Can I just interrupt for one second?
0: Yeah, I have good news for you. Blessing. What up, Victor Lucas? Tweets so far: parentheses after the first four episodes, Loki season two is outstanding. Oh, thank
4: God. We had a Thank scare
0: before, right before we went live. We saw we got a, the first four episodes got a 5 out of 10 from IGN. and We all
2: panicked. <laughs> yeah. God, but if
0: man. Vic Lucas likes it.
2: I have even better. I have a lot of people are being with. positive?
0: Okay, good.
1: Four out of six episodes.
0: Okay, I've been saying it okay. for years, but since around roughly 2015, Say. IGN's just in the shitter. In wow. This
2: they just sit there and
0: eat their own poop in the shitter and go, I love this. Dang what do you think okay, happened okay. <laughs>
2: wow 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 wow. Uh, wow 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 Wow! terry writes in and says hey guys whatever happened to lost soul aside it was announced a while ago and there has been no updates since keep doing you i don't know what happened to stellar blade what happened to any of these games
1: that, that was announced through like the uh, what was it called it was the china hero project i believe for uh, for playstation where they're publishing a lot of the uh games coming out of that area like okay you know i kotor I want to see what it was happening to any of these games but i think it just it might just be the thing of hey games take a long time to make and they don't want to give you an update until they know for sure mm. um you know Cellarblade was announced for this year i'm surprised they haven't like given us an update that it's not coming out this Real year quick, sorry spam 591
0: of the chat says hey i work with IGN, greg you eat shit uh there should be a comma after hey and then you should put a period after shit and oh, this okay. is what i'm talking about oh, is okay. that ign has lost the written word and I don't know what happened in 2015 where they're just like, we want to be ghoulies in the toilet, but that's what happens when they hire people like Spam. And I'm going to write to Pear Schneider right now and Spam, if I ever figure out what your fucking real name is, you'll never write another goddamn word at IGN, even though I'm sure you're just a janitor pushing a broom.
2: That'd be a dope job. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: Lost know, I'm not insulting cool.
1: janitors. I'm just saying clearly he can't write, so he's not oh, doing that.
2: Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, Lost Old Side looks pretty cool. Uh, let's get all up in it. Furry B production. Ben is super into garbage
0: men and firemen. Yeah, and I really hope he's either one of them. But I think him as a garbage man would be a cool job.
2: I think being a
1: garbage that'd man be would a be a cool good, job. That'd be a fun. time. Here's what my beef with garbage garbage men: is <laughs> like, you know, the one the ones at my house specifically, they always put the dumpster right in front of my driveway, yeah. so I can't get out. Yeah, and I'm like, just put it to the side. You know, stop blocking the driveway. That's not one. You could just help them a little bit. Yeah, with the, maybe with the get one garbage man dumpster. Maybe is a dumpster active? or is it a can? Uh, it's both. Okay, we have okay. a dumpster and we also have a can. They always put it right in front of my driveway. See, I would rather that.
3: Than the situation we deal with every week, where it's like, you know, we've got the the compost, the recycling, and then the trash. We put it right in front of our house, and then every time, every time, they put all of the recycling bins from our house and our neighbor's house all next to each other. Yep. All of the trash cans next to each other, all of the compost. So we have to fucking, like, fuck, which one's ours? (laughs) You
2: know? like That's very weird. That's a weird move. I don't like it. Yep not a fan also
1: jordan miller or I w- I w- miller in chat yes i was listening to new rory mall <laughs> talking about the taylor swift thing oh, okay
2: okay uh furry Bee production says blessing thoughts on titty boy by Lil wayne
1: oh i like it okay. yeah that's the new so it's uh, yeah i guess it is Boy. i was gonna try and correct you but it's the, it's t-i-t-y uh boy mm-hmm. which is a reference to two chains that was two chains old name okay yeah back in the day yeah um yep. you know if you remember duffel bag boy
2: go get your money little duffel bag boy oh, what a song
1: i love um that song. but yeah Lil wayne just released a new project um mm-hmm. that i believe is like a precursor to the carter six okay and pretty good project pretty oh. good project
2: yeah okay. if you're a Lil wayne fan for sure go go listen to that street shadow says street shadow became a member for one full year thank you street shadow for your support
3: and excitement
2: born from 10 plus years of content that spam? That's spam 591's voice. Uh-oh. And I'm getting close to knowing who you are, motherfucker, Uh-oh. huh? Spam. He's start packing. We, it we up didn't your really IG catch on that on the right microphone. spam. You shouldn't have done that. Uh oh. No.
0: Um, Not his YouTube page. He put up one video two years ago. <laughs> Thinks he can start shitting here. I'll fucking
2: get him. Street Shadow has become a member for one full year. Says just a note contractors don't get severance. It sucks, but it's part of the role don't know what that was. In that, right. was in, right. that
0: was into no. the first thing. And we know that again. All right. We, I mean, yeah, we know again, it was how much longer is left in these contracts. So yes. the, we can talk about how that sucks. Mm-hmm. No matter
2: what. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mick D games writes in and says, just came in. You called this months ago, Greg. Damn. You called something big dog.
0: People uh the, the fact that l- l- factions probably isn't ever happening.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. We have one about that right now from macho who macho writes man? in and says, the problem is no extraction shooter has done it right, and we don't need a hundred extraction shooters, but one from Naughty Dog done right would be the one or the division. Interesting. I Isn't would it so, ask like, you, Escape from Tarkov seems to be the biggest game on the planet. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was gonna ask because I'm sure one of them has done it right. I right? think that was the one that set the, goal, is, um, the standard. There. What makes an extraction shooter? Extraction shooter jumping in, finding a bunch of loot, and then extracting out without dying. By, you know, means of losing your loot, essentially.
1: Gotcha, gotcha.
2: All right, so what about, what's the,
1: oh, there's another game I played, like, a few years ago that I, it's like post-apocalyptic, I don't know if I would call it an extraction shooter, I'm gonna look it up. Look it up, look
2: it up, look it up for me. Greg, we talk extraction shooters, and you, uh uh-oh.
1: Samuel
0: Heaney! Heaney. (laughs) I spam 591
1: Hunt showdown.
0: Sam Heaney is a freelance writer at IGN Studying acting and performance Throughout his education Well let me tell you, You better start acting in the unemployment line Shouldn't you Samuel Cause you just called down the fucking Thunder
1: So yeah Escape from Tarkov There's Hunt Showdown Which is the one I was thinking of that I played uh, Let's see Deep Rock Galactic, which I didn't realize was an extraction shooter. Okay. Uh, this is the game of Marauders. There's Dark and Darker. Right. Oh, the Cycle Frontier. You guys like that. Frontier, didn't that shut, yeah, yeah. that shut down? That All shut down. That right, shut down. Cool. Uh, and yeah. then Zero Sievert is another one. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like an exciting genre.
2: I think it was a nice breath of fresh air when we looked at the Battle Royale genre taking over with Fortnite, Warzone, Apex, and that kind of being the standard. Then people started jumping on extraction shooters to get a little more of that tension, but not that constant. Get run over, redrop, do it all over again. I think it gave you a good feeling of tension and dying, but also not having to do the run of the mill battle royale stuff. But I mean, Greg, let's are you. you he's, good? he's doing a thing. Yeah, you do your thing. He's, okay. You, he's, yeah, he's, i I texting Kier yeah, yeah. Schneider right her, now.
0: Everybody, <laughs> someone's gonna know about Samuel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now let's be real. Up. Bless. <laughs> oh my god samuel did you fuck up oh sam that was oh on no. you sam i That's tried you. my best it's That's just you, you love sam. it you love to see bad people get bad things Jesus to happen to them sam oh man oh now he's calling <laughs> someone too sam sorry sam i mean you should have stayed out the chat this is on okay. you sam hey destin Legarry from
0: ign how are you Good, okay how are you I'm okay, but I come with bad news about an IGN employee. Uh, I hate to be the one. Oh, you're live on Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games, YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games too. Hi. Uh, you're the first contact. I'll of course go through the whole. I'll call everybody. I'll probably end up calling Vivek. I'll call everybody about this one, right? But a guy named Spam showed up in our chat and said he's tried to clap back at me, saying he worked at IGN and he had a bunch of typos in his like just no no, you know, no punctuation in what he wrote. And so then spam over here yeah he tried to hide his identity but i found him all right he's samuel heaney all right he's 26 he's a he him actor writer ign guides you're getting the first call because on october 31st 2022 he quote tweeted uh the marvel snap thing you did he said hey This is a thing I wrote, and Destin Legarry read most of it aloud in a video. Working with IGN is absolutely wild. Highly recommend. I'm calling Destin to let you know you need to go back and fact check that entire thing and look for typos. Look for commas and look for periods, because Samuel doesn't know how to use them. And I'm not saying blackball this person, but blackball this person. (laughs) Blackball, no! I read something about Marvel Snap.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dustin, I love you. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right, bye. But yeah, I think a naughty dog extraction shooter would be pretty fun.
2: You think so? You think this will be? <laughs> I, love oh, it, yeah, exactly. his... I love that. That oh, was. I love that. takeaway. And I love
3: that they just pretended like that just didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, But like,
1: I know, the idea of an extraction shooter, as he described it to me, uh-huh. like sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised there aren't like bigger hits. Cause I mean I I know like fucking like Tarkov is huge yeah Tarkov I mean, that was like is huge, massive huge is right. massive game I don't
2: hunt showdown the division popular the dark zone was essentially was that, that? extraction yeah uh huh that was extraction that sounds fun
1: yeah why haven't I gotten into the yeah. <laughs> like where why haven't they broken out to where then maybe this is on me right maybe this is I on, think maybe it's I got, on you do well, I gotta you, play Tarkov
2: you gotta play Tarkov. would I like Tarkov Do I mean, you think I would like Tarkov if you're gonna go try an extraction shooter you try the very best and that's Tarkov and you see if you like it or not okay. Why not? I might try Tarkov. You think that a Naughty Dog extraction shooter could be the one for you, though? I mean, I don't know if... Do you be- think that's that's going to be massive? No. a, ma- well, a Massive success that Shonen should be putting their eggs into? I
1: think in team. a in, if we're in a timeline where we didn't have to worry about <laughs> successes in business, yeah. I would play a Naughty Dog extraction shooter. That okay. sounds like a fun time, but it's not like my dream project from Naughty Dog. Like, there's 10 things I have on the list before I get to extraction shooter that I want from Naughty Dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I... Pff- I think the idea of, like, um, PlayStation having one of those on their roster, I think is fine. It's just, like, a matter of sell it to me. Like, make it exciting. What is the reason why this one's going to stand out compared to a Tarkov, compared to a Hunt Showdown? Okay.
2: Uh, Ryan writes in and says, hashtag justice for goat haggler. I just bought a a Steam Deck. What should I play? Is this something else I don't know about? Yeah, of course.
0: I don't know if you guys know this. Okay. You know Cody Hagler and Melissa Hagler. Of course, great people. Yeah, I told Melissa to dump Cody. Oh. You know what I mean? Okay. They're on the, they're married and they're about to have a baby, I know. Uh and then yesterday, <laughs> goat Hagler over here tried to type that out in the chat. But his hooves kept hitting the wrong keys. Ah, yes, okay. So he just said, <laughs> "Greg told Melissa D-U-M-P and then he hit enter. and then He said immediately, back D U M P Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like so on the podcast, I just laid it all on. Oh, this man is him. a goat. And he's got hooves, and I don't even to listen to him.
2: Maybe we're getting closer to teaching horses how to read. That was one of your goals. Why? Well, it's he's you know like know I
1: mean? he's, <laughs> he's de-evolving. He's de-evolving. very Bean Productions in chat says, "Great people, great couple, great siblings." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit, absolute, absolute. Oh my God, we're having some fun out here today, aren't we? Uh,
2: yeah, Mike, uh, just so
1: you know, um, I've queued up on my Spotify. Uh, I think I'm going to start
2: listening to Dimension Twenty. Don't
1: forget about Taylor Swift. I love and Taylor Swift.
2: And Taylor Swift. Okay. Yeah. Good. I uh, encourage you to continue that. I would like you and Greg to participate in the next Dungeons and Dragons uh, if we ever do that, because uh, you two were my first suggestions to the team, and they said, really? no, "Mike, you have to participate." Uh, you so did a great time. job, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, you guys will be in it. Let's keep it going. Blessing, we have a lot. We should and we only keep have it going. The one thing I do want to point out Uh-oh, is that okay, Sam.
0: Samuel Heaney also has his PSN trophies hidden on PSN profiles. Absolutely. Ah, know, Good for you, Which drives Mark, me smart. crazy. Good for you. And you might be always reviewing something like you always do, Greg. I know what he could be reviewing right now, and you could have your trophies you or know, you could just hide those trophies.
2: So how do you do that, Greg? Do you lock down your whole profile like some jabronis like Sam? Or do you just go one by one and open them up, open the floodgates up? Depends on what you're doing. How do you like to do this? You know what I mean? Oh, I,
0: I mean, PlayStation has a hide this game feature. Uh-huh, yeah, so yeah. that's nice. Because I
2: like to go yeah, super locked down. I yeah, worried, I understand. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not even taking screenshots. I'm so scared. Sure, that's fair. You know what but mean? That's not, I mean? Re- but I Xbox, respect the craft. Xbox is the, the, the one craft. who fucks
0: that up all the time. You take a screenshot on <laughs> PSN. You're fine. Yeah, it it lives cool. on your thing. Xbox, you screenshots like cool. Just uploaded it for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. tagged it to your Xbox profile. Is that yeah, cool? Yeah, yeah, I put it up everywhere. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that goes. right. I get worried. So yeah, I don't even do things. You know, I'm just too afraid. Uh, we have one another uh, blessing. One right here. Mm-hmm. Steven writes in, says, "Blessing, have you listened to Georgia Smith's new you know album?" A Georgia Smith? No, I've not listened to Fla- any Georgia. Falling Smith. or flying? Okay. I
1: should listen to Georgia Smith because I hear her come up a lot. Okay. Um and I've been trying to expand my R&B tastes a bit mm, cuz like okay. when I listen to R&B usually I'm listening to like 2000s R&B and so like a lot of Usher, a lot of like Neo, a lot of Mario. Yeah. Um and like if I'm listening to something modern right I'm listening to a lot of SZA but I want to find more oh, modern SZA. R&B.
2: Yeah. Uh Michael M Costa writes in for Greg. Is the future of Apple Arca- is the future of Apple Arcade bright or dim? Wow, what a great question! That is a fun question. Yeah, I mean, so there's a where million we different ways this? to
0: slice it, and I appreciate this question. I, I like it. You know, we talked a lot about the Capcom games, the full full games coming to iPhone, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Yo. a big move. And if Apple is going to commit to that and do that, and then eventually bring that into Apple Arcade, I think that makes it a more. I think that makes it a brighter future. Okay. Mm. There's two problems, and I'll, uh, the first one is a Greg problem, is that I am not keeping up with Apple Arcade's success failures or any numbers they've put out, so I okay. don't know. I know they are still supporting it, because I still get emails about it, uh, but I don't know what they're doing. My thing with it is that Apple is very much a Google to me, and Apple Arcade could be very much a Stadia to me, where, mm-hmm. alright, cool, that's going, and then one day it's gone. Didn't they get rid of a bunch of the team, or a lot of the team changed over, or whatever? Like I don't even, again, like Apple's this weird kind of void where occasionally I feel like you get information out of it and I shouldn't even say that I guess I get information out of it occasionally because I'm not that guy Mm. I'm not going to the verge every day and reading about it I'm not looking at the Apple news sites like I am video game news sites so with it being blind to me it has been an afterthought that I have not thought about since it launched with grindstone and grindstone was a great game yeah so I could see it disappearing tomorrow I could see it st- staying what it is right now. And I could see it if they actually were like, cool, we're, we're, we're firmly committed to getting full fledged video games on our platform. So we will double down and that it would be a good thing. Put it in. there. Love that. I am.
2: There's so many super chats. It's nice. People are excited to have you back, Greg, and they love seeing you bless. Of course they do. Let's get through a couple of rapid fire ones before I let you guys go. And we we'll move on to today's stream. DJ Kenter says, did y'all see the footage from inside the Vegas sphere? I'm obsessed. Yeah, it's incredible. I saw it. Looks cool. What concert in there, right? What yeah. musical acts would you want to be there? Because oh, I'll man. tell you what, U2 is not the one. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. I really, I went to Kendrick Lamar's
1: last tour, and yeah. I, what he puts into the stage production, I think he would utilize that sphere in an
2: incredible way. So, okay, that'd be my answer. Michael Wrightson says, "Any of you interested in El Paso elsewhere?"
1: Yes, I have it downloaded. I've not gotten to it because of review season, but like I really want to play it. It looks really cool. Hello, Hello this is game. Paul Tassi from
0: Forbes. It is, yes. This is Greg Miller from Kind of Funny. Uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you on a phone right now. You're live on Twitch and YouTube wow. over here. That's uh, sick. Oh,
4: great.
0: <laughs> I just wanted... I have, I have some bad news for you, all right? And there's not much you can do about this, but... A person named Spam came after me in the chat today, all right? Had, he missed a period, and he missed a comma, right? Just just terrible punctuation out there. And then he outed himself as working at IGN on this, right? So I've been going through his Twitter profile, calling everybody he's interacted with or whatever, and so I already called Destin LeGarry because he wrote something for Destin. But it turns out on September 28th, he retweeted one of your tweets. Oh, no. Uh-oh. I know. And so I, I, this is the kind of caliber of person your content's getting. I, just, I need to put that out there. People. All right.
1: I, I apologize on his behalf. I, p- I
0: appreciate letter. that. Isn't that easy? Spam five, nine, one. You could have just apologized, but instead I got to go one by one on your tweets and call everybody. I thank you, Paul. You do great work at Forbes. We will talk to you soon.
4: Appreciate
0: it. Good luck. All right. Bye. I'm going to be at this all day. Cause Yo, he, that was
2: cool. Paul Tassi's the dude. That's cool. He has That's a lot cool. of
0: people on here that he's been interacting with. So that, there's a lot of people for me to call and spread the word about.
3: <laughs> at this
2: point, <laughs> okay, no, Greg.
3: well,
0: live to he didn't right. retweet <laughs> Barack Obama at then, some point. I <laughs> <laughs> like...
2: Don't stream
0: 1989. Hey, uh, oh. Greg, this is Barrett. Uh, Barrett Courtney from Kind of Funny. Uh, it's Greg. Shit. You're on uh, Kind of Funny. You're I on Barrett. you on On September 21st, <laughs> Samuel Heaney retweeted yep, you yep. about, you were quote tweeting Stephen Tatella. So I'm just going down the list right now and letting everybody know. <laughs> oh,
2: yep, man. Yep, yep, man. yep, 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 yep. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> okay, well, that is where we're going to end today's post show. Uh, I want to stop in for real. We've had
0: a lot of fun. Yeah, Samuel, we had a Thank good you time. for being a good sport. Uh-huh. This is great. Obviously, I uh-huh. warned Destin ahead of time. I'm calling you for a dumb bit. Don't worry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is uh-huh. fantastic. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> Paul, You're didn't great. Get Any
2: warning? Uh, no, Paul did. Paul did. <laughs> I, I
0: gave him warning
2: too. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on today's kind of funny games daily post show. We have so many post show chats that we'll get into tomorrow with these two, but. Right now, we're going to switch on over to the afternoon stream with me and Tim opening up some Pokemon cards. We're not going anywhere. We're staying on the desk. We're opening up the brand-new Scarlet and Violet 151 set. So we'll see you all there. Say goodbye to your Games Daily Show hosts. We'll see you back here tomorrow for that. If you're watching live on YouTube and Twitch, we'll see you in a minute.